Some people, yo, if you hate Spider-Man and you go watch a Spider-Man movie, you're not going to like it. You're not going to get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know everything else. Because in your subjective mind, you're already, you've already eliminated the possibility mm -hmm. of it being good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You've already eliminated... What's the objective part of that? Well, that it's actually good and you just don't see that it's oh, good. Yeah. Yes. You don't like yeah. If you're watching this on YouTube but can't finish, remember you can always catch the full episode on our podcast feed in the description below. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. It always helps us grow. question that comes to me whenever I see your is what does it mean to be a person? Because you have these inanimate creatures, right, doing emotional tasks. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the carrying of the cross, like that's an emotional task. I remember one that was like one plane or something, or like having like a, a, a fun time or something. Like it looked playful. I don't know, am I bugging? Which one was that one? You have a bunch of these, bro. <laughs> Yo, I always forget what I, I always forget what I do, bro. When I see them, I'm like, oh shit. I think the most one, the freaking one is, dude, there's a couple where it seems like they're carrying a great weight on their shoulders. Like the one on, on Island Street, with the, where they did oh, the whole, yeah, 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 wall yeah. of murals. Yeah. That one and the one on Habro Street, those two, the emotional tasks there have been carrying weight. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I, I and could, could, yeah, no. I, the, the robots, yeah, the, the robots, like, they're, they're, they are us. So, like you said, telling a story about humanity. So, the whole point of my robots was, like, how can I paint and tell the story? And I just had, like, this, not have this, just an imagery, like, oh, this is dope. But I was, because I realized that the way I work is just, like, I'm naturally just telling a story. So painting in color wasn't doing it for me because for me, color was a distraction when I was doing it. Mm -hmm. So there was a point like you was painting in color? Yeah, yeah. So there was a point I was, I was painting in color and then um, and then I, I decided to, um, it was summer of 2016, I decided to to switch back to black and white. I started with just, just doing ink, just freestyling. Yeah. So I started to go back to black and white and then once I did that, that's when the whole thing with the robots came out. I was like, all right, yeah. the two of them. So and what then, were you painting beforehand type shit? Before, before that, I was just, I was just experimenting. I was freestyling. Yeah. That's like mm -hmm. from like t 2010 up until 2016, I was freestyling, but also painting and drawing robots. But I realized in this whole time, it, it was that. Yeah. So 20, 2019, going back to my whole books, I was just like, oh shit, it was always meant to be, to have the robots. But then going back to black and white, it just, just solidified what it was. And um, just being able to tell stories about humanity where there's not a race or ethnicity, you know, That's tied into it where everyone can relate to what's going on versus like, oh, this person's Chinese, this person's black. I can't relate to this, but it's like, because I just throw robots were a creation of um, just a vessel. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. My body's just a That's vessel. Crazy. Creating my own version of that. Yeah. Because we're co-creating, you know, from the creator. So it's like, yo, let me ask you to live that. Let me create my own vessels of humanity yeah. and tell the stories that way where everyone could see themselves in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's actually bonkers. I see, as for example, I didn't think about the race and ethnicity part. That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was personally focused on, like, the emotional content. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's the thing that fucks me up the most is, is the dichotomy between inanimate almost inanimate life and oh inanimacy and light like mm. a non-living thing become living like um the movie that always comes the iron giant whenever i see your shit bro i think about <laughs> the iron giant and i cry great movies too bro because that movie makes yeah. me really sad it does you see yeah, yeah, but I don't. I vaguely remember it. But I need to rewatch. I always got to watch it with again. This other animated movie that got Adam Sandler in it. Which was I, was trying to, I was talking about this the other day, but I couldn't figure. I figured out there are two different movies. But it's some Christmas shit with Adam Sandler. He's animated and shit. Oh, I I know what yeah, you're I talking feel like about. The animation yeah. styles are. Similar. I think I, I think it's um. Same. I think it's Shame. called um Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah, that's what it's called. Okay, okay. Yeah. I know how it's called. That's wild. Eight Crazy Nights. I know what you're talking about now. I know yeah, what you're talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a wild. It's a wild mix right there. But yeah, the Iron Giant. What's up? No, yeah, the Iron Giant. Yeah, as a kid watching, I remember watching it. I think I think I cried when I first watched it. I was like, damn, man, his home just died. But yeah. I think in some way, um. 
uh, I probably pulled from that too, just just from that, like that as a kid captivated me, and I and I, um, I think that might have subconsciously inspired the thing with my with my robots. Yeah. Um, but no, then the, that mural on Agnes with the robot holding up the the ceiling, that was part of the time where, you know, we had the whole the Black Lives Matter protest coming up. Like mm. things were picking up. Trump, That's true. Trump became president. Was was it president? Uh, the first mean, like, originally, because was that twenty fourteen? That was twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah twenty seventeen. So that was right after, you know, year one of his um presidency, yeah, and yeah. everything started like bottling down. Crazy. And um, so that so that piece with the robots missing missing that arm, and and holding up the forgot about he was missing the arm. Yeah, missing the arm. Yeah, and he's holding up the the building is 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 supposed to. Also tell the story um, of how the foundation of who we are as a people is criminal. Mm-hmm. Like we're losing ourselves and this robot's missing the arm. So it's just like it's tried so hard to keep us going. Because the robots are, my, my robots are ourselves trying to tell us how to get back to humanity and how to be one with, that, with the actual physical mm-hmm. um, world of, of nature. Because we've lost that as a society, how to be one with all things. So... The robot holding that that ceiling up is supposed to show how you know we're we're we're, we're right there falling apart, but now we're actually coming back up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why now I repainted it and I added like I, I added um plants. Oh wow! Actually. Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. So you see how weird way I. You keeping the story going? Yeah, keep the story going. Yeah. Yeah. So like when you realize you're gonna start painting. Uh, robots and shit. It was going back to your old books. Did you know like that was an underlying reason, or did that come afterwards? Type shit. I like the like the like. What do you mean? I like, going back to the books? Well, yeah, because we were talking about now how like robots are kind of reflections of ourselves and, mm-hmm. and getting back to nature and being on nature as like humans type shit. Like when you first decided like I'm gonna start painting certain robots, was that part of the story already there, or did it come like time? Not, yeah, I think it came with time because um, twenty sixteen I was, <clears throat> I was experimenting more because I was trying to, f- I was getting close to figure out my style because yeah, I knew when I was eighteen, looking back into um Keith Haring, Andy Warhol, Basquiat, um Ban- uh, Bansky, Stephen Fury, Bansky, yeah. Stephen Fury were my big influences early on, but I, I knew them. I was like, yo. Like, what's going to make me me? When you mm-hmm. see my work, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, shit, that's tech. So then um, I knew when I was 18, it was going to take me years to fine-tune that, find my, my my niche. And then fast forward six years later, sitting in the backyard with my cousin Marcus. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about, we're talking in the back, and it was like, oh, that summer of 2016. It's not Dauntless, Marcus, is it? Huh? It's not the dude who writes Dauntless, is it? The comic book writer? Oh no no Marcus no! Menace? Nah, that's... Yeah, 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 I think you know my cousin Marcus. I don't. Yeah, Marcus yeah, yeah. is a cousin. Yeah, yeah. That's your cousin? Yeah. Yo, that's a... yeah. I was actually gonna hit him up today for a podcast. <laughs> that was funny because he he be doing the comic book shit. I should be fired. Yeah, bro. comic books. Yeah, comic books. Short film 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 to the. Yeah. I don't know if he's still doing short films and shit. Yeah. No, you're not thinking now. He just um hosted the production with um with Michael. Yeah. But no, yeah. I mean, he's been under. I mean, the way he is now, he's been under my wing pretty much from since he was like two years old. Yeah. So a lot of things that he he picked up when it came to like editing and everything, like that's just came from me. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's gonna hear you just sunned him, by the way. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not even that. Not even son. It's just it's just um seeing me work and then always trying to figure out like his thing. Like I I see him growing up trying to figure out how to get into photography, how to get filming, how, how to draw this and that, and just like. I barely taught him anything. That's what that's what you said. It's like, not like sending him. You he'll held the door me, open. Yeah, yeah. He'll ask me questions, and I'd be like, "This." Because was mostly asking like, "Yo, how do, you, how do you draw faces?" I was just like, "Bro," like the most Jedi answer ever. I was just like, "Bro, I can't teach you to practice." <laughs> <laughs> do or do not. There is no time. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then, like, you see his work. Yeah. Nice. Nah, like, like, and I see, not seeing his work. I'm just like, bro. Yeah. Took took my took my word and just literally I I saw him do it took my word and just ran with it. Yeah, he doesn't make your technique robot comic book for your cousin. <laughs> no, I I, I have a book. Have to do that. No, I have a book. Your brother could write a children's book. Yeah, my mom must write a children's book with the robot. 
Bro, I can help. Let me know. That's like, that's my whole... I've actually been trying to write a children's book for years. I won't hold you. You know what I'm saying? I can't draw, though. Yeah. I only got the words part. No, I'll draw it out. I see. I feel like writing a children's book is tricky. Yeah, the substance has to be... It needs to be, like, the most... Because here's the thing. If I... Writing a children's book will actually be on top of my list of accomplishments. Because you have to be able to, like tell an impactful a good children's book is going to tell a meaningful story with very few words and in very accessible language um and that goes beyond just knowing the words but also knowing the structures and patterns um and just knowing how the mind like reacts to language like one of my favorite children's books is the like the chop the boy the horse and the mole you know what i'm saying it's honestly a book for everybody but that's how good of a that's how good, an adult should read this book. But that's how good of a children's book it is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to write something like that. Honestly, when I said like it's difficult, I wasn't thinking like in technicality. You think about like, content, and it's a little bit different now that I'm thinking about it because I was yeah. having a conversation recently with my homegirl. Um, she's like a teacher and shit, but she teaches really young kids. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I couldn't do that because I feel like. I mean, teaching high school students, right, is a little bit different because when you're older, you already have a, a sense of self, you're molded. Mm-hmm. But I feel like being responsible for, like, what you're teaching other people's kids is such a tricky situation. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree. Me, yeah. I couldn't put myself in that predicament because I feel like there's a lot of things, this goes- you know, when it comes to household to household that are, like, kind of more nuanced. And I don't want to be, like, responsible for teaching this is exactly something that the parents are, yeah. aren't with. You yeah. know what I mean? This is why I said, but this is why you'd be exactly the best teacher, though, because you're suspicious. Not only of, you're, not only of what you're learn, of what's being taught of yourself, yeah. right? Because yeah. it, remember what I said earlier was in the other room, where it's like, never trust the person who wants that thing like yeah. the most. Right? Uh, yeah. Like, like don't the person vote. who wants to be a leader probably shouldn't be a leader. Yeah, so more than likely than not, shouldn't be the leader. Cause they more they probably want it for the wrong reasons. You have all the right reasons for real. for wanting to withhold, and for that reason, like you will. That's a good thing to teach a kid. It's like yo, to to ask questions, to be suspicious, to don't even trust your teachers. You know what I'm saying? Because even they can be wrong, right? Um, and that's part of the learning experience. Whereas like some people want to be teachers. Um, they want to be leaders, but it's really they just want control and they want to be able to dictate the terms of where something is going or how somebody's thinking and feeling and all these things, right? Um, and maybe not control, but also validation, um, and things of that nature. But it's like, you ever heard of Cincinnati's? Nah, no. You know, shouts to, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, first of all, shouts to my fans. But Cincinnati's was an ancient Roman general, um, who was originally a farmer, right? And Rome was so desperate. They were like, yo, bro, you got to be the king real quick and, and the general or whatever and take us and take us to war. And he was like, are y'all fucking serious? But he was just a farmer. He was a farmer, bro. He was like, I think he was a retired soldier or something like that, but he wasn't trying to fight no more, bro. It's also like, damn, now nah, here we go again. You know what I'm saying? But they bring him back in. He does his thing. And he's like, all right, guys, I'm going back to my farm. You know what I'm saying? And the lesson there is that you gotta, you gotta know when to give up power. The person who wants it is probably not the person who's gonna take you there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And all those other things, right? There's a lot. That story is big. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, yeah. So, so why I don't? But when people tell me, "Oh, I'm an artist," I don't believe them, because I'm like, you gotta be something else too. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't just be that. You can't just be an artist. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like you, you. First of all, you also, for example, you could be a, because you could also be a son or a daughter. You could also be somebody's sister or brother. Yeah, you know bro. what I'm saying? Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah. When you say, oh, this is what I am, and you try to be that thing, and I see this a lot. You guys probably see it too. People yeah. who are trying to be an artist, trying to be, you know, the next politician. I've seen that a lot. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be the next big tech motherfucker. By trying, they will not get there. Yeah. You know? No, I've I seen something recently um, this past week where it's just... um. It's hard to, to, when somebody asks you a question like, oh, who are you? Or like, oh, what do you do? It's hard to answer that question without relating it to your job, 
like your hobbies mm-hmm. or anything that affects That's true. Like what you're saying right now about like, oh, you're also a son, you're also a daughter. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard for us to to go into come into an introduction and say, I'm this without the job, without the title. Yeah. It it says a lot about where a person puts their value. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think the person who made me think about it was Ken K. McLaren. Y'all should check out her episode. But what she y'all y'all should check out her episode. But she she hit me with a baseball bat because like metaphorically, because when I asked him like who are you, she yeah. said, Oh, you know, I'm a son, I'm a I'm a daughter, I'm a girlfriend. I'm like, bruh. Uh, I had the same reaction you had. I was like, yeah. bruh, I ain't never thought about it like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it it's true. And it's it goes back to that thing where art has to be an extension of life. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Life can't be an extension of art because then you're not living. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to take two years off to go live life so you have something to create. But when you're living those two years, what are you doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why so many people go through artist block or writer's block or whatever. Because they trying too hard to be that thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or to do that thing. And it's like, yo, just quit. You know what I'm saying? Like, take some time off. Take some time off, yeah. You know what I mean? Hang out with your family. You know what I mean? Have a beer. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Uh, yeah. I think I think that's why with my work, why I always have some substance or some emotional connection with, with, with the audience is because, like you just said, like, art art is life. So art is an extension of life. life. Yeah, so just... um. I can go months without painting a, a new series just because I don't feel it. If I don't feel something, yeah, I won't. I won't do it. I have to actually like have a, a, an emotion that triggers like, oh, that idea like pops up, or like having a conversation. Like we can have a conversation about what we were talking about earlier about the ego, mm-hmm. and sometimes whatever word sometimes gets used there, whatever I catch. My brain just goes off, and I, I have a whole painting in my head about what we just talked about. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes, like that's that's the life part where I'm just having a conversation with somebody, yeah. and then whatever whatever is said triggers my imagination, and just yeah. like, oh, I got this ten piece series right here. Boom! <laughs> it just it comes out of it comes in a snap of a yeah, finger like that. Download yeah. done. That's crazy shit. Yeah, I forgot what I was. I think it was a. There's a TikTok that I was watching. This dude I follow on TikTok, he talks a lot about being like a creative director, I think, particularly in the fashion industry. Mm. But he was talking about this book, and I've, I've seen the cover before. I've never read it, and I don't know the name either. Oh, shit, it, was, it was talking about um, that would be nice. artists, and it was like seeing, it was, it was about seeing and like perspective. Like that's mm. what it was about, and how like, a good artist, or to be a good artist, you need to be able to like see things within things. See things within yeah. things. You feel me? Like you live life like you like that example you just made. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. experiencing that conversation, but from the artist's perspective, mm-hmm. you find something in that that you then brought to life. You know, that's kind of what a like new word, you know? yeah. That's what a metaphor is. Something you know what I'm saying. Things. Like, yeah, yeah, it's something within something. Um, well, not metamorph, meta, metaphor literally come yeah. from the word metamorphosis, yeah, metamorphosis. Oh, where yeah. some transforming, right? Yeah, something becomes something else, right? Yeah. Our words or even our pictures become symbols for other things. Like, the robot is symbolic for humanity, yeah, but it's symbolic in humanity in a way that's different from, let's say, like an image of a soldier, a plain soldier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, I, I don't know, different ways of imagining people, right? Um, because, like, different things conjure up different contexts. Um, for example, yo, even your robots are different from Terminators. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think, from, I think from every robot that's ever been created. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's sort of like, and that's how, like, you get the detail in the metaphor, though. You know mm. what I mean? Because... Anyways, y'all not hold up. I'm, I'm gonna shut up, bro. This is too. This is too brain. This just got too brain. <laughs> you always going down the. Gotta land that. Um, the rabbit hole now. We're in. It's like if I say the word cat in your brain, you you know what I'm saying. You know what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. Um, but if I say black cat, 
Now, not only are you envisioning a black cat, you also might be envisioning envisioning witchcraft. You know what I'm saying? Or bad luck, right? The and I just added one word. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, you paint a picture of a face, right? But then you give the person snake snakes instead of hair, yeah. right? You just changed one detail, even though it was probably very hard. Like, you know, drawing yeah. is not easy. You know what I'm saying? I can't draw. Drawing is harder than writing the word black cat. You know what I mean? Black cat. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's why I stick to words. They're easier. You know what I mean? But, yo, you know what I'm saying? You change one detail about whatever it is you're drawing, and suddenly it's, it's like the word, it's like when we say connotation. It takes on a different meaning and context. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the metaphor is representation. It's like those mental images or those physical objects or experiences transformed, metamorphosed into some piece of like art, you know what I'm saying? Or digestible content. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I think another thing for metamorphosis is um, when you were were talking about that is uh, energy. Mm -hmm. Because for things to constantly to, to morph, yeah, it has to be an energy exchange. So like, I guess, like, put in the word of black, black, black cat. Damn, I think <laughs> right? I, t- I have to move the muscles in my in my larynx. Yeah, and get the air out. You know what I'm saying? If I write it down, I actually have to move the the muscles in my arm. And yeah. you know, I was look, I was thinking out of very physically, but I imagine you have a, a, almost a spiritual. There's yeah. a spiritual way to think about it. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's, it's like it's like when um when you're making a film or you're writing or doing doing the podcast yeah you're having these ideas and sometimes you don't do them <clears throat> until until that the energy in you shifts like all right now i'm gonna do it because with me it's just i don't think with me it's too i won't i won't paint if i'm feeling angry or something and the piece and the paintings and call for that i won't touch it because because yeah. the energy is always changing and like everything everything you create everything you touch you're 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 putting that on that on that that physical item. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't want that painting to go to somebody's house with me feeling angry and like everything I put on there is it's gonna it's come not, up. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna come up. Because then it's not it's us just writing or just holding the camera. It's like everything we're everything we're doing to create, bro. We're we're manifesting our energy into. Mm-hmm. It's, and that's when the story like hits like where HBO's short films. Like that, that shit hits because it's not only like he's telling a story with, with Mav and Renee and like everybody else, but it's also the emotion tied to it. Because when you watched it, we all watched it, the the nostalgia we all got. Bro, no bullshit. I almost cried watching that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah though, because like cause it, it, it hits something, bro. It it hits something. And and that's when you put the energy into your work and people receive it and they can feel what's what's going on in the imagery. Then you did the did the work. We, you did the you did the thing. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it, and it's one of those things where too is like yo, whatever you have inside you, and like you know when we say like oh the artist, the artist has no intention. That's whatever the artist is feeling is their intention. Yeah. So it's like, if I feel sad after seeing a painting, the artist was probably sad making it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I'm able to really, yeah, that's definitely debatable. It can be subjective, but it's sort of like there it's is. Subjective. Yeah, that's yeah. There's an objective. There's even an objective part to our subjective experience, in the sense where, despite the sensations or the interpretations of the thing we have, may be subjective because of our own personal framework and beliefs. We are all objectively looking at the same thing, created by the same person who was feeling how they felt. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like the subjective is rooted in the objective. Our subjective reactions are inextricably tied to this objective experience. You know what I'm saying? So they like one births the other. The objective births the subjective, but then the subjective could also birth the objective. I know that sounds weird. Yeah, I understand. Because, you're saying somebody can look at a painting and then come up with their own perspective yeah. on what it is, but the other way, what's the other way around? Well, it's not necessarily it's subjective birth from the objective. It's it's more like a chain of events, mm-hmm. where because if I see one of Techni's paintings, something that he created out of his subjective experiences, I have this objective 
there is this objective reality. I'm watching the painting he created. That then creates a subjective experience, right? So when I go to my book and write, and I have this in in the back of my mind, you said that earlier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm now doing an objective activity and creating an objective object. Like you know what I'm saying? The, object. the existence of the thing is its objectivity. Yeah. Like you know blue. what I'm saying? Like the sky's blue. Period type shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, but, but then, but, yeah, I think that's but a high point. interpret it is to yeah. be subjective. Yeah. That's, a that's fact. why I think it's, but I'm not saying it's impossible. I think it's hard to, like, oh, if the artist felt sad painting this, I'm going to, I'm going to, that's going to translate to me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I think it's difficult to, to say. I think one yeah. can infer. I don't think one can, can say for sure. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, I don't because because some people with my work, this one guy at the first time I saw it, um, so in Newport, Rhode Island, yeah, yeah, he came up, took out the pieces, and he's like, Oh, you're the artist. So, yeah, I got up, we're talking, and this dude literally described exactly what was on. And, and I was just like, Dog, get the f out of here. When I see that stuff happen, I'm like, Nah, bro, that like, what? Go ahead, go ahead. No, but that's the thing, that's, that's the thing we're, we're yeah. just talking about now is where some people will pick up on the emotion. And some others will have a different reaction to it because everyone has their yeah. different interpretation of what's going on. I think what actually happens is some people's own subjectivity blocks them from seeing the objective thing. Whereas, like, some people, yo, if you hate Spider-Man and you go watch a Spider-Man movie, you're not going to like it. You're not going to get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know everything else. Because... In your subjective mind, you're already you've already eliminated the possibility mm-hmm. of it being good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. you've already eliminated What's the objective part of that. Well, that it's actually good, and you just don't see that it's oh, good. Yeah. Yes, you don't like yeah. Spider-Man. When motherfuckers tell me Moonlight is not good because it's a movie about gay dudes, I'm like, bro, great movie. Stop letting your aunt, your discomfort yeah. ruin the fact that this is a masterpiece. Yeah. If you and this is this is also a truth. Yeah, I agree with you about Moonlight, but I don't agree with you about it's obje- like this is objectively good. But hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not, I'm not saying good. I'm not saying, but it has its, mm. it creates, it does its job. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because Moonlight does its job. Techni, his paintings do their job. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they're perform. Cause that's what I mean by they even they are objective objects. Cause they are performing yeah. for the creator, yeah. in in themselves. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you direct your own art. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So when it stands alone, like it directs us. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, it directs things that are common to all of us. Yeah. While perhaps having it has some relationship with the things that aren't common to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Um, and that's where like the subjective comes in, cause like I think it's very go much ahead. A part of like the transaction between art and artist. Yeah, I think it's just like I forget. Damn, what's the conversation I was having that tied to this? Was it with you? I forget. Talk. Nah, I was actually I was having a comment with the Starling talking about like you and your sibling. Y'all could be similar in age. Literally lived in the same room, had the exact mm. same parents, followed the same rules, had the same amount of allowance, went to the same school, Every, same everything. Yeah, like yeah. very similar, but there's still gonna be something that's different. And I think that's the case with art as well, type shit. Where it's like because of our subjective life experience, we gonna look at something a little bit different. Yeah. Because our reference points are a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Because you were talking about earlier about you hear the word black cat and you think witchcraft. If you never knew that was a thing, you didn't have that reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't see black cat. And it's like, oh. It's a black cat. Black cat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes back to the whole conversation we had about programming. Yeah. And you you get you get you get taught this thing that oh you're walking on see you're walking on the street with your mom, see you see a black cat, you're like, Mom, look, a black cat. She's like, don't look at it. It gives you bad luck. She just taught you something. She just taught you that she just taught you that black cats are not good. Yeah. But in, in in other countries, black cats look at as good luck, and they, and they ward off evil spirits. But in America, you see a black cat walk under a ladder. It's the opposite. Yeah, you got something as bad luck. That's because of racism. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. It's always racism. To that point, it's like 
for like when you don't explain your art, mm. I think there's room for people to interpret it in whatever way. Yeah. Um, and it also depends on kind of art, right? Because it's like an abstract painting. There's say, a yeah. lot more room to like um, to for imagination yeah. versus like a photograph of just somebody's face. There's still room for imagination there. You feel me? But there's yeah. less room, you know, because it's less abstract. Yeah. Wow, and wow, yeah. I feel like, obviously, when somebody explains what it is, and you read that, it's like it breaks whatever illusion you had, because now it's like, oh, now I know exactly what it is. It's one of the, but this is this is, this is this funny thing where, like, there is something to be said about education and the necessity of of programming and language where, like, I do think there is, like, there are higher levels where, um, but it also, it's a matter of, of having the language to be able to understand the higher levels. Mm -hmm. Like, a caveman doesn't understand the word black cat, but it understands that it sees a cat and yeah. that it has a color. You know what I'm saying? Even if it can't form the words yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, it, and it goes level by level where it's like, all right, now you have a word for the color and now you have a word for the object, the black cat. Um, and then you go up another level, and now you have a, a, a cultural context, where it's like, now here's the, it means bad luck in this culture and good luck in that culture, right? Um, and I think art and certain things happen like that, where, because the, the, the creator's knowledge themselves has an effect on the accessibility they create, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, go ahead. To add on to that, I feel like that's the, the way you broke that down, you were talking about like, whatever, the black cat. Like no matter what, it exists visually, even if you don't have the language to comp to like to call it something, to mm -hmm. identify it as something. That, and then you said the cultural context, the, so the societal context, your own personal experience with it, boom, 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 boom. It scratched you as a kid. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. And that's why like, because people talk about words have strength, they have power yeah. and shit. Yeah. And I yeah. agree, but I think, Spelling words. words don't inherently have power. No, no, no. I think through that, like, for example, that process you broke down, the cultural context, this, that, we it, give it power. It's the, wor it's the world we build with the words. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because words are a really critical way for us to build an internal world. Like, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Words are how we take the outside and put it inside. But then we take what's inside and put it outside. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's a constant, like, it's, a, it's an exchange. It's a reciprocal back and forth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, nah, that's fucking Nutter Butters. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that applies to art, too. You feel me? We give it that power type of shit. Uh-huh. Well, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, here's, here's a question. Do, like, do y'all do think in pictures? Do y'all think in words? Both. Oh, Sometimes I'm thinking for yeah. video and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I think. You ever think of animation or shit? <laughs> I'll, dream, I'll, dream, I'll dream in like South Park. I mean, no, yeah. You know, I think in a way, I think, I think it's the same thing as HRL. It's like, it's like pictures and words. Like I was saying, how I make my painting sometimes is based off what words I hear in like a lyric in a song, conversation or in a movie. I, I catch a word or just part of a sentence and I'm just like, I get this this whole imagery of the like the next painting, the next five ones. So I think yeah, when it comes to um, seeing with words or pictures, it's like both. Mm -hmm. But um, and I don't know about y'all. I, I wish I could like be in another person's <laughs> mind and experience with that experience. <laughs> I don't think you want to. Because like, I can picture <laughs> shit, right? Like I know what I'm thinking about, but I can never close my eyes and like see it like vividly. You feel me? Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I wonder if like there's people because people who have a photographic memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. to That's what wild. extent that yeah. you know what I mean. It's like, damn, what would it be like to like close your eyes and like vividly see something? Mm -hmm. That's some nuts. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's knowing exactly where that piece of paper was left, or like knowing like exactly your mind what is a like camera. Landmark is that? Your, your mind is a camera. Yeah, your eyes are a camera. Yeah, LeBron James has a photographic memory. Believe it or not. It's crazy for basketball because he can remember. Love to know more about like the signs behind that, like the as well. Yeah, like, this knowing, dude, knowing teams plays. <laughs> he can remember plays from five, six years ago. Like it's. Oh wow. He'll be mid. He'll be mid game, and it's like they ran this shit four years ago. 
Yo, go over there, go over there, go over there. It's like muscle memory and shit. No. Um, in a way. I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I, in the sense that like he has actually, he's been playing basketball for 20 years, bro. Mm -hmm. He has practiced his photographic mm -hmm. memory. Yeah. Um, and mind you, I'm starting to think about it. This might be a rumor he just put out to fuck with us. You know, because he be out here reading the first page of every book, too, bro. Yeah, you know? Mess. You like that book? Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your favorite man. part? You know. When he's born? <laughs> when he was a pimp? <laughs> yeah, that was a good part. Nah, uh, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. the lyrics either, so. Hey, sometimes I wonder, I don't have, I don't think I have a photo. <laughs> he's on live, man. I don't know. I don't think I have a photographic memory, but I have. I have a bad memory. No, my memory is bad. No, 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 no. The thing is, right now, I'm Boy. trying. I'm trying to do better with that. It's not that I'm trying to say I have a bad memory. I'm trying to get into the habit of saying I need to work on my memory mm. because we're we're just talking about words. Yeah. But we also forget about like the actual the, the two words spelling words, the word spelling. Yeah. And we're talking about how the people. As, as a society, we can take a word and amplify it and make it into something. The same thing with a brand. Yeah. The, the, the brand is, it could be an image or a word, but like the people is really what puts the power behind the word. Absolutely. So that's why like you hear Louis Vuitton, it's like, oh shit. Yeah. But like Louis Vuitton to nobody who's that's what I'm never heard of it. It's like the fuck is that? There's some dude on the island fishing right now. Don't give a damn about Louis Vuitton, bro. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, bro, I'm trying to get some food tonight for my seven k. They, they're using that bag to put the fish in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Holding their breath for 20 minutes. These are real people. No, oh, shit, that's crazy. Going into, like, but just the words, just the words itself is, um, saying, like, the bad memory. Yeah. Like, just trying to get out of that habit of just saying, I'm working on my memory. But because like, like, when you say it's a bad memory, it's, you might not even know it, but you're it's programming. You're, you're programming yourself to you're have programming. continuous bad memory, like oh, self-talk. Yeah, self-talk. Like, this is yeah. Yeah. Self-talk is self-programming. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Um, damn, that's fucking nuts, right there, yo. Oh, no. Interpret or, or anticipating the, the day. Part of this part, I saw a conversation the two minutes ago, I think, where we're talking about. Um, I think we're talking, about, but um, maybe. We'll, Draw the memory back in, but um, where oh, the, the objective and subjective, yeah, where you wake up in the morning, you know, day starts having your coffee, and something bad happens, and you're already anticipating the rest of your day to go back, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of just being like, all right, this just happened, but I don't know what's gonna happen next, like we, we always have like that, that mm -hmm. occurrence, like when something bad happens in the moment. Mm -hmm that everything else is gonna go to shit. But, it's, but we don't know it's gonna go to shit. We're telling ourselves, we're already anticipating like this moment, yeah. this day, this week, is gone because your nail broke, because you dropped, you dropped water on, on your phone. It's just like yeah, It becomes a mood and mood. Because the mood, yeah. are like, linger longer than. And this goes yeah. with, with that self-talk, but it's like the inner self-talk that really gets you when you're just leaving that thought lingering in your mind all day. And that everything else falls apart because you do it to yourself. Yeah, I mean, this is why I always say, to a certain extent, certainty is um, it, it's itself a belief. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I don't think anything in life is 100% possible or likely. Like, even the sun coming up tomorrow, even if it's like a 0.00001% chance that, like, for some reason, it just nukes itself. Yeah. It's there. It's and that means there is no certainty. You know what I'm saying? Um, enjoy nah. while, enjoy while it's there. And I mean, like, out of the whole, given all the time the universe can exist, our sun won't be there for all of it. So it is certain that one day our sun will die itself. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it goes it goes back to you know I guess like self-talk, belief, and certainty. Um, it's all a language problem. Yeah. Like, there are some people in my life, I'm not gonna say who, but it all comes down to the fucking, to the words they use on a daily basis. Yep. And like, the way they don't encourage themselves. Um, and the way too, they refuse to 
like ref reframing a situation is, mm -hmm. is, a, is a linguistic action yeah. because you have to be able to use your words to see it in a new light yeah. like you know what i'm saying um and i don't know man i see a lot of people oh man my friend john paul said it best bro you know you we the average person's daily vocabulary um consists of 500 words um but there's more than 500 words yeah. that exist right so what it means so whatever your 500 words are says a lot about who you are mm -hmm. uh, you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um now a lot of those words too could be could be negative words i say fuck shit bitch a lot yeah i cuss a lot too man. <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'll say you know what i'm saying a lot my mom was roasting me earlier <laughs> For saying that, I'm saying. Yeah, bro. Cause I left the TV on while I was in the bathroom. And I had I had South Park on, bro. Oh shoot. There was that oh, it was shoot. that episode where Butters was being a pimp, and oh, he shit. finished every ep. He, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I know, talking about, and she, yeah. I, I walked out. She started laughing. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you a 60 year old woman, like like that ass just getting on. Like, I had nothing, but I just sit there. That's one of those roles where you gotta sit there and take it, bro. It's like, damn. Nah, yeah. I do say that a lot, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, your, yeah, your mom, uh, your, your, your pops roasts you, that's one thing when your mom gets on the roasting game, is like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I once, I, I think this was like four years ago, my mom called me a bitch, and I was just like, damn, that's just... <laughs> that's crazy! That's life changing. That's like getting hit Bro, in the face. Yeah. Like, what? Like, that's what I'm saying, like, like hearing, your, hearing your pop say something is whatever, but when your mom says something, then it's... it's you gotta think yeah. about that for a second. Like, damn, maybe I am a bitch. No, but I forgot. Me and her were just like, um, just having a like a like a fun, playful argument. Just going at each other. She went and then she, she just said, "Shut up, bitch." I was like, "Damn, bro." I was just, that one I wasn't even going there. Your mom speaks good English too, by the way, don't you? Yeah, yeah, she does, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, but, I, I, she, but she said it with that accent, so it, and there was so an accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the boat came out in the, in the Chanqueta too at the same time, bro. That's crazy. Oh my God. Bro. Bro. I was reading this book, um, well, I've been reading this book. And it's, um, it's called Think Indigenous by um, Doug, Doug Goodfather. And it's, it's not about how to be like a Native American, it's just learning um, spirituality, but also making it, well, in a way to learn learn your own spirituality if I'm, in your can, past life. Can I guess that it like, does it all talk about like understanding like nature's relationship or yeah. like the, the relationship between nature and us? Like, yeah, you know, cause if for example, you know, C.S. Lewis says this, the motherfucker who wrote mm. Narnia, right? Okay, yeah. I know that name, but C.S. Lewis, yeah. the, You know, science replaced magic. You know what I'm saying? Magic was our way of understanding physical reality. And so science replaced magic? Yeah, science replaced magic. And the thing is, too, the thing is, too, science is like, magic science is science, is in a way. Demystified magic? Yeah, yeah. Science is, de science is demystified magic. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, I feel like the yeah. magic is just natural science. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like there's things we can't explain. It's like, oh, well, that's magic. But if you can mm -hmm. break it down, it's then like, it's yeah, science. Actually, science to science. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I think there's a science to everything, even if we don't understand it. But that's in itself. But this is the problem, though. Really, this is what Lewis, Lewis says is the problem. Yeah, is that in doing so, we have like lost the sense of wonder in reality, like. It doesn't matter how well we can explain things. Mm -hmm. um, the explanations should not reduce the things themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If anything, they should be able to increase our um, our awe of the thing. Yeah. Like it's a wondrous and I think phenomenal thing to be able to 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 know the way the sun works and like nuclear fission. Yeah. Like yeah. that sh that shit is magical, bro. But he's saying like explaining it. At times, devalue it because it removes that aspect of wonder. Is that what you're saying? He's saying we we devalue it by speaking it up, by speaking of it, um, and so scientific because this is what he points out. Mm. Western society, and he's a member of Western society, it has a tendency to seek to dominate nature and to dominate reality instead of being instead of being a part, part of it. Because because we are a part of it, but we just lost that sense of self. 
Yeah, yeah. We lost, and this is what I is what I I, I bring it up when you bring when you mention that book, Think Indigenous. Mm-hmm. I suspect I don't know this because I'm not yeah. well versed in it, but I suspect that there is um a line of thought amongst indigenous thinking. Actually, I do know a little bit about this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it advocates for, you know, the science is mystical and the mystical yeah. is science. You know what I'm saying? Now, it, it's bringing yourself back to your your natural ways. You know what I mean? Feeling the awe and the wonder and also the smallness. Because mm-hmm. this is why I think Western society has has tried to dominate nature. Because we are inherently small against the vastness of the universe yeah. and the vastness of all reality. You know what I'm saying? So the more we can, you know, make it understandable and put it within our, our mental grasp, the yeah. more we have control over it and the less it can scare us. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So I have two points to that. What you're talking about, I partially feel about art. When it's like, because I went to the museum like a couple of weeks ago type shit. And that same day, I'm gonna keep referencing TikTok so I've been seeing shit that that, that you be that sending re- me TikTok. <laughs> and I agree to an extent, but the dude was saying like, "Yo, every time you explain your art, part of it dies." And I agree to an extent, mm. and to the point you uh, see, what's his name? C. W. Lewis. C. S. Lewis. C. S. Lewis was making, I think. It's, it partially also applies to art because, like, when you explain something, you're removing that part of wonder. And then mm-hmm. we, we talked about that earlier because then you remove that part of the person's imagination, which is like supposed to be part of that. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not gonna say supposed to be, but potentially could be part of that transaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and go ahead, go ahead, finish, finish. Yeah. And I don't think it's the case all the time, you know what I'm saying, the situation. But just to touch that real quick before you hit the second point, I think it is a matter of how you frame it and how you explain it, because there is a way to explain it in which controls the art. And there's a way to explain it in which the art itself has control over the language. Like You know what I'm saying? But you had another another thought in mind, though. Yeah. As well. No, I was just going to say that I I partially reached that point of like every time you explain it, not every time you explain it, it it dies a little is what he's saying. But that's just like a phrase type shit, because I see like. Even at the museum, I'm like reading these write-ups, and I'm like, y'all diving in the public type shit. Like, I feel like there's a lot of things <laughs> that actually aren't mm-hmm. that deep, and people make it, yeah, make it deep to sound like mm-hmm. you feel me. I don't know if it's an elitist thing or whatever. They just, it, like, it is, like, it is like a surface level in a way. It's like something might just be surface level, mm-hmm. and then people take it and they add like this they just keep adding to it and like it's just not that deep, mm. bro. i'm not yeah 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 i totally like, yeah i over explain it and then they're like it devalues it yeah yeah, yeah. that's something that's something with the um that's not always the case though it's something with the um with the with the sun that happens with the the, the the devaluing of the sun where um in the book it was saying this it's kind of Kind of tie in a lot yeah, of things what you're what saying, what you're saying yeah. is where um, that the value of the sun is that we don't we take it for granted that how Western society, you know, how we took the the the, the, the wonder out of it. Because yeah. the sun for us is supposed to be a rich thing, it's just our first part of our day, and we, we soak that it's in. The, beautiful the, thing. the dopamine levels it, 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 are, are it generates light. Activate, you it's know, a battery. It's a battery, yeah. We're recharging, yeah. That's why animals, you find your cat, your dog is sitting there. No sun. Yeah, it's for a reason. Soaking in, bro. Yeah, and it's because like, and then a part of the book, I'm just like, oh shit. He says, um, the only time we come together with the sun is on the eclipse, because for those two minutes, the sun is gone, mm-hmm. and we don't realize how you were saying. We don't realize it. Like yo, like that's only for a few minutes, but imagine it was gone for like an hour, three days. But when we see the eclipse, we're like, ooh, ah, we're putting sunglasses on to see it. But imagine if you just said it's gone forever. How? Yeah, I was taking for granted in that little moment, bro. A lot, a lot of, a lot of myths that involve apocalypse involve the sun going out, like the end of the world. Yeah. Always, like you know what I'm saying. Like you know, you ever seen um Apocalypto? Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The 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 moon come and they're like, ah, this goes crazy, and my man's <laughs> out here running for his life, bro. You know what I'm saying? Trying not to get sacrificed. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, run, Forrest, you got that. 
And I, oh, you got to watch that movie, bro. It's a fire movie. Um, Jesus. But fuck yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like when y'all yeah, was explaining that, I just felt that connection. I, I can't yeah. distinguish, like, when it's, when it's, like, completely true and when it's not. Because, like, I don't know. There's almost room for both. But it's, like... Room for both what? Exactly. Explaining your art. And not explain any type shit. Yeah, yeah. This is why yeah, I, I'm on the lean. I'm like I lean more towards the side of like, don't explain it. Let it, let well, it talk for itself. Type shit. Well, this this is this is like it's, 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 it's extreme. It's extreme. You feel me? This is why I, I don't like, like the extreme of like again like diving in the puddle. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Don't you dive in the saying? puddle. I feel like this is this is where a lot of people don't understand the power of language, yeah. and that you are performing like hypnosis. Or you are performing like illusions, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and mirages. Um, and some people just don't understand don't understand necessarily that when they say a word, again, they conjure a picture. Yeah. When you understand that too, though, you get to play games with it now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a liar, what they're really doing is um reality control, reality manipulation. Mm-hmm. They speak certain things that may be false that lead you in a certain direction, mm-hmm. right? And the thing is that. You can, I think, I believe in moderation when it comes to that, like explaining your art versus not explaining your art. Um, Because it's like, it's the same thing where it's like, how do you teach a kid? Well, they're not going to fucking listen to you. So what do you do? You ask them questions. You you raise certain thoughts and suggestions um, that help them come to their own conclusion. Like, you know what I'm saying? And if they don't, then they're not ready. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then, you know, maybe not necessarily you, you explain the art by asking questions, but there's a way to explain anything that leaves room for growth that doesn't stop. You know what I'm saying? I've had to deal with some professors where they just want to give you the answer because like, they actually don't care about your growth. They just care about being right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some art critics, and I imagine the reason why some people are diving into puddles is because they don't care necessarily about interpreting the art, about, you know, leading other people on this experience necessarily. They're more concerned with being right about what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, And that kills the art, I think. That can kill the art. Because then you really, now you dominate someone's perception. You don't just guide it. You dominate it. That's... That's where the balance is. You feel me? God was dominating. Yeah. But no, yeah, but it's like how you were saying, because some people don't have the control, the the language, and know how to use it. That's the thing. Is like you can explain your 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 artwork, right? But also knowing how to use the language, like knowing what works to use to tell the story without giving too much, because that way you can make like you can create the wonder out of what you're explaining. I see what you mean. Yeah, because like, sometimes with me, like adding context, but yeah, not, like giving up. You're not giving everything. You're giving like little hints, yeah. like, like with me, like if, when I'm sharing things, I'm barely giving you anything. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. That, that, just because that, that's me, and I love that's my, that's when I have fun when I just give give you little bits, and it's just like it's giving you barely any information, but something's there. And you're like, yo, text doing something. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, my story just laughing like, ha ha ha. <laughs> but I think that's what it is. It's just it's just learning how to communicate your art without sharing too much when that wonder when the wonder you're in control of the wonder versus Shit. trying to control the story yeah. putting it all out there yeah. Yeah. yeah that little bit of control makes the difference yeah. you're that, steering it you're steering mm-hmm. it. That's, that's the funny that and I was thinking when you say you guess you're saying jumping in the puddle and when you but I'm hearing you say that when you said it in my head I'm just like it's not about jumping in the puddle it's how how you could change the direction of the puddle. Nah, but you keep the analogy of like diving in a puddle. Yeah. Like you're just like you can dive in a pool. Yeah. You feel me? You dive in a puddle, you're gonna crack your head type shit. Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. not there's nothing on the know yet. There's no, not, it's not like, that deep, bro. No, no, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> not that deep, bro. But no, but I'm thinking about like the but yeah, but I'm thinking about like the water movement. Yeah, yeah. How you can yeah, how you yeah. can change it because it's like the 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 more the the metamorphosis, the, the change of energy how we were talking about. Mm-hmm. It's just how See the puddle of water, but you can, you can dive into it. You'd be like, "Yo, let me grab the water out of here and put it somewhere else." Yeah. So can control, control that puddle and be like, "There's nothing there." Like, I have the water. Where can I put this? Yeah, yeah. You know, like instead of just like 
just go right into this. But I think that, I think I just took that analogy and just. <laughs> did, did. I say that, you know, part of, I think part of an artist's ability to steer mm -hmm. or to guide is also dependent on their ability to understand. Yeah. Like what it is they, they themselves did. Like I had this funny thing happen once where I went to this artist showcase. I had my own, I, I could explain the whole thing to myself before yeah. they could explain it to me. Yeah. What was the artist showcase? I'm not going to say it. I'm not. I'm not going to tell us afterwards. Write <laughs> yeah. it all down. You know, say artist showcase no, with the people. <laughs> It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was when I was in improv, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say who it was. I know the person. I'm you know said Boston, like, all right, what year was it? <laughs> I'll probably find out. Yeah, I'm saying <laughs> I was only in Providence for like one reason, for like a number of years. So, I mean, somebody's got to know who the, okay. the hell I'm talking about at yeah. that point. Um, yeah, yeah, but... And it's sort of just like they didn't, they didn't, and then I asked them to explain it to me. And it's like they didn't know, they didn't understand it, they didn't know what to say. And then all they, and all they said was, oh, it's meant to make you feel how you feel, something like that. Um, and I'm like, but there's a story going on here, though. They're like, you don't even know what you're telling. Yeah, it's you know not what I'm saying? a feeling, yeah. And it's not, and it's an, the thing is that intuitively they're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you're, you're doing, your body's doing it, but your active consciousness isn't doing it because your body remembers the events. You know what I'm saying? It remembers how things happen. So your own, one of the things where subconsciously you're telling the story. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And my thing is that like, once you're able to under, understand, once you're able to realize you're telling the story and understand the story you're telling, you have new power and control over it. And it's not the control of like an overbearing mother or father, hopefully. That's what obsession is, you know, yeah. what art. Um, but it's the control of like a freaking Rubik's Cube and you're just solving a puzzle mm -hmm. and you're cracking the code. You're trying to figure out how best to to get this thing across. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know if y'all understand. If I don't know if y'all relate, if y'all experience that. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, how do I best show the world this emotion like exactly what i'm feeling oh like you know what i'm saying i i think what i think what that is um how you best show that emotion is <clears throat> where you, you have to just sit and not really doing nothing in, in a sense it's not been doing nothing but you have to like just sit down with yourself and literally process that intention Instead of just doing it and try to figure out as you do it, but actually sit down and actually feel what emotion you're trying to put out. Like ask yourself that question: like, Why am I doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, like yeah, like yeah, like why am I doing this? So like, you know, what's the point of the story you want to tell? So yeah. it's actually trying to engage in it, force it out. Because when you try to force it out, the the, the feeling, the emotion is gone. Yeah. Even though, even, even though, Shit, yeah, yeah, even though even though you know what it is, but when you're pushing yourself to do the work. You're you're ignoring what what it actually is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just fucking. Nuts. So I think sitting down and just just reflecting on it, yeah, and then doing it is like the best way to. Is the story's there? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, and it's like yo, you know, being a good storyteller also requires you to be a good reader, in the sense where like you have to be able to hold on, hold on. And Come maybe on, maybe like, also <laughs> reader in this context could also mean good chance, movie watcher. You know what I'm saying? It means <laughs> it means being a good interpreter, yeah. essentially, right? Because to me, there's very little difference between how I watch a movie and how I read a book, because I know they're performing the same function. the The object of representation has changed, however. No, I'm, now I'm not seeing the black jacket. Now I see the word black jacket. You know what I'm saying? Now I don't see them smacking, you know, somebody. Now I just read they smack this person. But it's the same form of engineering where I need to understand everything that happened before the slap to understand yeah. the slap. You get what I'm saying? Um, yeah, because the, the slap is a reaction of, of what just happened. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I notice a lot of writers get stuck because they, they're forgetting the action. You know what I'm saying? And the action can be as simple as walking to a place. 
mm-hmm. or dropping a nuclear bomb. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, that was really that was really dramatic. <laughs> like, clink. Open the door and the, the bombs just drop. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Oh crap! But it's the action, the verbs. You gotta use it. You gotta, you gotta use your verbs, man. Use your verbs. Okay. Need, uh, right here. You want to? Yeah, you want to cut it? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, I think that's good. Yeah, We're going for a minute, bro. It's cool. Yeah. I think we, I think we had two podcast sessions. Lucky. <laughs> I think, I think, I think that's what I think that's what we're cutting off right here because we had a little whole conversation prior to this. Oh, y'all want to end it though? Before we end it, let's let's say some words to the people, the good people of America and the world. The people of America. I wish I knew the name of America. <laughs> no, I'm saying I wish I knew I would have used it. <laughs> I'm saying, what are we gonna call this episode, guys? Let's just end it with that. What are we calling it? <laughs> yeah, I can't make that the title. I don't know how YouTube now. Nah, you, you know what? Maybe it's like I said, the title you gotta reflect on it, and then you have <laughs> valid, valid. You know what I'm saying? Yo, whatever, yo. This is a good, good ass combo, man. My, my brain, my brain feels. I got my, I got my intelligentsia for the day. Whatever. We got that. Yeah, I got that, that, that brain exercise done. Just, just act like you're taking a picture. Cause I'm gonna need a thumbnail later. Yeah. Alright, but we are done.